0: What's up out there, world, and welcome to another episode of Wheelbite, Season 2, Episode Five. For this episode, we were joined by one of our good friends, Legendary Bay Area Filmer, Big Polly Harper. We sat down with him and talked about how skateboarding is often represented in either Hollywood or advertising because Polly has had a lot of experience in the last few years working on projects that have been more mainstream but have in some way involved skateboarding. He's gotten a lot of local talent here, some on-screen gigs, and it's his way of sort of giving back to the skate community that helped make him the person he is today. But one of the big things about This episode was we recorded it before a lot of these movies that came out in 2018 about skateboarding were released. There were three big ones this year. Mid-90s is an obvious one. Skate Kitchen is the second. And Minding the Gap is the third. And they're all very different movies about skateboarding. I think everyone knows what mid-90s is at this point. It was all about skating in the mid-90s, the scene in L.A., how skating was kind of a bad boy activity and shaped kids to kind of crossing that threshold of what was a little more rebellious at the time. Skate Kitchen told a different story about a young woman who was into skating, who lived in the suburbs of New York City, but... Eventually decided to follow through on her dream of bonding with other female skaters who she felt a connection with. Honestly, Skate Kitchen seemed more honest to today's skateboarding climate. You know, the girl knew who the crew was because of Instagram. She sought them out after an open invite and throughout the plot of the film she learns a lot of valuable lessons about life through skateboarding and then the third movie minding the gap was an original hulu documentary and while skateboarding is involved the subject of the movie more focuses on toxic masculinity and how all three subjects in the film are products of domestic abuse but skateboarding was Their way out of a bad home situation. And I think it's interesting that all three of these stories involve centralized characters who are indeed from broken homes. You know, mid 90s, little Stevie isn't necessarily from a terrible family. You know, he's got problems with his brother and is being raised by a single mom but there is some tension at home because of the relationship with his brother and how it's so intense and violent at times. Skate kitchen, you have a girl who is the product of a mother who has immigrated to America, and she isn't really able to truly find herself because her mom puts so many limitations on her. Skateboarding provides that sort of expansion of her personality and Minding the Gap was all about how skateboarding provided these kids an escape from a toxic home life and that was the centralized theme of that entire documentary even though half the characters in it were assholes and the other half seemed to be good-hearted skaters just trying to do the right thing it's funny to me how all these stories about skateboarding they all seem to centralize around characters like that. Even when you go back to kids, you know, Telly, Casper, they are clearly from broken homes and aren't getting the same parental supervision as so many other kids who are a product of their generation during the Clinton years. But because skateboarding is becoming more of this marketable thing, it seems to be used as this tool to tell stories about people who are just trying to find themselves. And I think that is an interesting common thread between all three of these films that came out this year. All these kids really are able to find themselves because skateboarding opens up their world to things they might not have ever experienced before, whether it be music or interacting with different types of people they're not accustomed to. They have these experiences that eventually make them whole. And because of this, I hope that finally... We get some better movies about skateboarding after these three have set a new precedent. We touch upon this a little bit in the podcast, but because those movies weren't out yet, we didn't really get to. What we talked more about was how skaters who watch these movies crave this sense of authenticity. And when on set, that is what Polly, our guest, is ultimately trying to do. So here it is. Big Polly episode, skating on the big screen.
1: Welcome to San Francisco. Don't skate here.
0: I feel like I feel like it's dangling by a fucking strain of bone marrow. East Coast powerhouse. From the New York, I stab you in the Carter, it is fucking Friday the fucking tenth. I'll give you a hundred bucks and I'll take out the mini Honda if you slide that seventy-five foot handrail.
1: I especially like the
0: flip of the board. Hello, hello. What's up out there world? Welcome to another episode of Wheelbyte, coming to you live from San Francisco, California. This is season two and I am host one of two, Theodore Ted Mater or Ted Theodore Mater, whichever one. I've been saying the whole time Theodork yes that that guy too with me as always is Jay Green here today we have a special guest one of the most inspirational Bay Area skate camera humans out there he's a well-known local legend Mr. Big Polly Films himself Paul Harper thank you Theodork Jay nice to see you again brother what up, what up? Um, We've got Polly here today because we are discussing something we kind of teased in the first season a bit, but we're going to dive into head first today, and that is skateboarding in the mass media, whether it be in advertisements, in film, on television, in music videos, and today's icebreaker question is going to be, what is a moment in, in mass media that you remember from skateboarding? Um... I'm going to go, not with an obvious choice, which would be Back to the Future, but actually this god-awful fucking movie that my mom rented me as a kid. It was called The Skateboard Kid. It was about a flying, talking skateboard uh, and his relationship with a young boy. There were stunt cameos done by Willie Santos, among other... Pros. I need to like look at the credits again and see some of the people who were in the movie. At least they tried. They got oh, Willie
1: Santos in it. Yeah, this cover photo though, man. It's a Toys R Us board. Look at the axle, like. <laughs> okay, look at the axle. Look at the the bolt sticking.
2: Look at on the back. On the back, this guy is upside down with a dog.
0: <laughs> yeah, the dog doesn't really skateboard. play much of a role, but like, this was my first. I guess intro to any sort of skate culture, and when I watch it now, I mean as a little kid I didn't know any better, but when I watch it now, it's just so cringeworthy. Like the words they use for slang, the stunt work, there's a whole montage of them just doing ollies like off of curbs, but in between them doing ollies are like boards like chaotically just flipping around with nobody flipping them. It's so horrendous, but as a skate nerd, it's such a funny thing to see just because it's so bad.
1: <laughs> Lord, that noise in the background is. My dog, Thor. Yes,
0: we've also got Thor here in the studio today. Making all the milk ruckus. Yeah, trying to eat my chocolate chip cookies, which would not be in his best interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead, Jeff. So, I, I mean, if you know anything, I am a huge
2: Simpsons fan and uh, Bart Simpson has always had a very special role in in just like my infatuation and love with skateboarding and kind of his uh, radical fucking just, I don't know, like they really kind of gave Bart a skater's attitude that was a little bit of his kind of character and just who he was. So I think there's a lot of people, whether they know it or not, Bart had, like, a big, big role in people getting a skateboard and, kid, like, little kids being interested in skateboarding. However, how The Simpsons uh, portrayed skateboarding was clearly cartoonish and not accurate, which is totally fine and great, and they drove the point home because it's a fucking cartoon. You know, uh, I don't think anyone was or is ever going to be jumping canyons off Uh, of a... Actually, you know what? Maybe not. Uh, They kind of foreshadowed the mega ramp a little bit, actually. If you remember, he... I think there was a couple where he had, like, kind of a mega ramp-looking thing. Well,
0: there was the whole episode with Tony Hawk where, like bart emancipated himself and tony hawk became his like sort of dad and for homer to win back bart's affection he tried to jump the springfield canyon like off of a mega ramp type thing Uh and that was like relatively that was a newer one yeah Yeah. well no that was like maybe 2003 or four that's that's newer well yeah but you know what i mean like that wasn't After the mega ramp had become such a big thing, it was still kind of. of Yeah, exactly. It was the beginning of the question.
2: Just the intro, just the intro alone is like, how subliminal is that? Like, Bart skating and every single fucking and Simpsons uh, theme buns. song. Yeah. Get, getting out of detention on his skateboard. Right, jumping immediately <laughs> onto his skateboard. They really kind of drove that rebel, radical... He's a sad boy too, not yeah. right, a skateboard. Right, exactly.
0: Um, and yours, Paul? Oh, well, mine. I, would, I, mean, I mean,
1: any old a- Navy ad or anything you see on Carter Muni that just drive you... Ne- like, what was that one we just uh, that's been around lately? Is an ad and this kid doing like a looks like a dolphin flip. Oh like a yeah, flip or something. yeah! Oh yeah, yeah! Yeah yeah! I know exactly the one and you're it talking. Like about. A complete miss. You know? Oh my god! Not even close. But just the the things photographers get away with, you know. Just I mean, even in the pros, you know, no makes you know making covers and everything. And when it gets down to like a simple like Old Navy shot or something, and it's completely completely missed. What like just makes me laugh. Every I time. I mean
2: that's kind of that's a big part of what we're talking about uh, in this episode. But like where what is that gap? Like what how does whoever's directing that or whoever like how do they create that like gap of just like someone who doesn't really skate. He clearly has no idea what he's doing on a skateboard. He's clearly not landing a trick like they can't possibly think that that anyone's gonna look at that and think that's authentic
1: yeah yeah uh, it's these marketing companies man they just like uh, all comes from we're we're inferior. fear uh, they're we're inferior to them they're very we're a very small percentage these actual skateboarders and you know the people who are buying these things in these advertisements it's their moms you know they don't know what the hell they're they're looking at or seeing it's 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 disappointing Coming from a skateboard point of view, right, and They're that's not, and that's yeah. why I, whenever I'm on set, I try to
2: fix these things. Right, <laughs> you know? they don't prioritize being authentic at
1: all. No, they that's don't. Not really they really their don't. Point, actually, and yeah, when they kind of do, and, stuff, and I mean, I've been on some sets where they actually they try. You know, they'll, they'll get a they'll get a professional out there to kind of coordinate everything. But you know, sometimes their professional isn't very professional, if you know what I mean. Sure. You know, yeah. uh,
0: so. While we're even getting into that and your position on skating and everything, um, why don't you just tell us about your history and your and how you've gotten to this point on your oh, job? Why we're talking about this? Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly your your whole background because well, I mean
1: the whole reason why I'm here is because using the media to skateboard every day. These kids, I mean, Hollywood and San Francisco. San Francisco is this big, you know chip on their shoulder by this whole Hollywood way of life. But then I hear people wanting to skate for a living, quote unquote. And how do you do that? You gotta do a fucking Cheerio commercial here and there. You sure. know? Yeah. I mean bullshit aside, I mean like but that's how you take advantage of the system and that's what we are. We're or that's what skateboarders are. They're uh, they're rolling billboards. You know, you're playing this you're playing this Monopoly, you're trying to get in the game, you try to take advantage of it and collect every dollar you can so you can stay on your skateboard every day. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm here for, and what I've taken advantage of in my field of work is where I'm on set every day, I do commercials, movies, TV, et cetera, et cetera, and when I just see that a props master hand a skateboard to some kid in fucking loafers or dress shoes, and he's mall grabbing, I go up to him. Time and just, out. Yeah, time out, <laughs> real talk. I just kind of go right up to the kid, and I just go, that's not how you hold the board, you hold it like this, and to me, that just fixes a little bit, but a lot for us, you know, like... Just a representation, you know, the
0: kid in the background, whole mall grabbing and whatnot. I'm just trying to fix this problem that we got here. I want to talk to you, too, though, about your background because you came up here in San Francisco as a skate filmer back when you were younger. Yeah, VX days all day. So, 15 years straight and how did you transition from filming skateboarding to working on like sets for fucking Ford commercials or on superhero movies or <laughs> wh- whatever I mean you're all over the place at this point when it comes to production stuff so how did you transition well skateboarding skateboarding gives you that that hustle mentality and where
1: i work in freelance now which is transitioned so so perfectly for me you know i skateboarded every day fucking 15 years you know sleeping on people's floors living on my backpack it's a dream. Still sounds like the dream, but then you wake up one day and you realize you're not paying bills or you don't have any bills. You know, you kind of get into that almost 30-year-old range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Start figuring out reality. What what's really important? You know. So I just kept hustling. I started networking and doing PA work and getting on sets and then filming this, filming that, doing music videos and commercials. And now I'm gripping. I joined the local union. You know where our union does a little bit of this
0: a little bit of that well that's good i mean obviously yeah you got sometimes you got to grow out of those things and now we're talking about these marketing companies too and not even just that like you've been on sets like you said where you had to like tell the prop department like no this is how you hold a skateboard this is how this works and how yeah. you handle this like so me aside i'm just trying to help out the future of skateboarding Right. Yeah. The
1: representation. I mean, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm I'm fucked either way. I'm busting my back working every day like a you know, blue collar human being, but I gotta imagine that's pretty dope though,
2: like it's almost I don't know about full circle, but like just from hustling and filming and just fucking doing it for grinding for so many years to kinda come back into like your kinda new venture or newish type of thing and you still get to have a hand in
1: skateboarding yeah that's got to be super dope only when it presents itself because you know it's not everyday kind yeah, of thing right sure sure but when sure. it presents itself it's like two worlds colliding and it feels really good like yeah if and when i can help but when i can't help or when i had when i can't actually do anything it like drives me nuts yeah you know, are there like, times like that sometimes where... there's some that's why i have to kind of like sneak up to the kid holding the skateboard and like <laughs> yeah, kind of like whisper yeah, in his yeah. ear, like dude do it better than that yeah you know hold it this way hold it that way but there's you know sometimes i don't really have the physical creative control over these things sure. but when i do it's fun like last year on a uh, 13 reason you know name dropping here 13 reasons why uh, season two uh john perez desmond and uh those brute kids and then uh Cesar Rosado. I got the homie Cesar Rosado up in there. They, I was kind of undercover uh, skateboard uh consultant there. Consultant Yeah, consultant. Yeah. You know, just because they, you know, I follow some of the producers. They follow me back on Instagram. They see I do a little bit of skateboarding. And, You're in the world. Yeah, so I kind of helped them out with that and put them together with the, like, set builder, Barrett, uh, Barker Barrett. Yeah, damn. Yeah, dude. What? OG. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he, he built the set for that? Yeah, he's, oh, in our, shit. he's in our union and they were asking me about... Building ramps, this this and that. I'm like, he's in the back in the warehouse. He can what? he can put one two and two together and make it dope. Wow. And then me and him hooked him up with some skateboarders. And then John got the speaking roll, yeah. Jonathan Perez. <laughs> yeah. Which uh was <laughs> was uh you know the fact that he was in there was pretty dope, but the, the script could have you know could have leaned in our uh, skateboarders direction a little bit more like sure like what did uh. Skate line. Sk- yeah, Skate Gary Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. Rogers dude, oh he yeah, he it. clowned it was hilarious. John.
2: Yeah, he did. I guess that's kind of similar to bringing it back to the Bart thing and how skaters are portrayed and how they're yeah. put into TV and movies. It's like, you are you gonna see a, like a clean cut like do gooder skater in a TV
0: <laughs> show in a movie? Probably not. No, mm-hmm. you're. Most of the time, the skater is always going to be kind of an asshole in these kind of media portrayals like it's always kind of a, a symbol of rebellion to some extent unless some dude is trying to sell a
2: fucking old navy shirt and he's cheesing super hard and it's <laughs> I like a
1: word clown in old navy I'm sure you get a lot of flack for this <laughs>
2: yeah. sorry to all you old navy lovers
1: out there yeah exactly Hey man, I got a pretty dope shirt for four dollars the
0: other day from Old Navy. Those. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has flamingos on it. They got the jig. <laughs> so I want to just talk too about some examples right off the bat. Like, you you mentioned Thirteen Reasons Why, but I know too you've had you've been on commercials involving skateboarding and stuff like that. Um, what are what are some of the other projects you've? Been almost like a skate consultant on, if you want to use that term, I guess. Not many. I mean, it's just that kid in the background holding a skateboard. That's not really. I had thirty
1: reasons why it was my biggest. But off I, there.
0: you did some commercials, didn't you? Do a commercial a while back with like Nick and Ryan and Caesar. Oh, the Astro Astro game. Yeah, game. that's uh, the one I'm thinking. That of. was
1: that was pretty dope. I mean, that was. Uh, I was just I was funny because I was just a PA on that, and you know went from driving around to like. You know, I'm in the video, I'm getting them all their background, I'm getting them all the people that they wanted. They want that street street live, you know, that street fashion kind of lifestyle. And, you know, they wanted some skateboarders. You know, it's a headphone advertisement, so
0: So okay, so yeah, here we go. This is like a perfect segue to what I wanted to talk about right. next. Cause like here we are, this is a headphones commercial. Mm. And this isn't even anything to do with skateboarding or I mean you said fashion, but mm. I mean to me. Headphones are a fashion accessory, but it's more about like sound, electronics, yeah. different thing. It and on
1: the company too, where you get like
0: Skull Candy, right? <laughs> who um, leans but, on alternative sports. Heavily. Yeah. But with skating, like we're seeing a surge in skating within the mass media. Like, like we said, we we've, we've been seeing an ad on the side of fucking trains and buses here in San Francisco the past year or so of some dude. Blowing it on a fucking dolphin flip. Yeah, I mean you gotta remember, it's the skateboards
1: are toys, you know, and quote unquote toys. Excuse me. I mean, it's like, you know, it's careful, a, it's bro. A, it's a way of life for most, but at the same time to to the outsider, it's it's a yo-yo. It's a you know, back in the day, skateboarding has gone in and out of the fad. Can, like, you know, luckily it's been holding on over the last couple of decades, but it can it can go anytime. Well, that's what, it's that it's, crazy.
2: It's like something that they almost just like use yeah. if that makes sense no, like it's, it makes perfect sense. A, yeah. it's just like let's let's use this skateboard with someone who is an actor or
1: a model yeah.
2: and we're going to use this to, to try and to portray yeah. or
1: relate to something it's selling toys to children i mean that's how the marketing game is on any level for skateboarding sure. even these guys at girl and chocolate that's how they have to go to business and go to the, the offices i mean i haven't been there but it's the same same mentality, you know. You're selling, you got to re- uh, advertise and relate to the younger crowd. Mm-hmm. Period. And uh, you know, luckily over the years, it has uh, turned into a, a mode of transportation. Oh my God! Yeah, and holy then shit! Now you're getting a, like electronic skateboards, oh. and that's a whole another thing that we yeah. can go on about. Sure. But that's the that's the evol- el- evolution of skateboarding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's turned into this commodity, and that's you know, a good way of putting it, right? right right now specifically <laughs> yeah. of just like
2: fashion and music and like you see rappers like trying to roll around on a skateboard because it's so fucking trendy right now and just the way it's being used all across the board is is really interesting for people like
1: us right now mm-hmm. and just like having an eye on it and just yeah we went from the inside and we're on the outside kind of looking in and yeah, it's still a lifestyle though like you still have to take it for what it is and it's like surfing. It just depends on how you, how long you do it. You know? mm. like little Wayne. I mean, I mean, you're talking about rappers doing skateboarding, You know, I used to knock it, but the, he's still. He has a he has a passion for it. Like there's a real heart there, and you know, it is a commodity, and he is trying to co- uh capitalize. Capitalize on, on it. Yeah yeah yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Actually, I felt the same way. We don't have to go too far yeah. into the fucking Lil Wayne <laughs> thing or anything else for that too. matter. But I do agree that Lee it was Baby? it was very no, corny no. and like it was like he was trying to immediately which is another good point, he's immediately attach himself with something that's already has like its own following or, you know, core audience. Yeah. But he still fucking skates and he's
0: improved and Yeah.
2: <laughs> who are we to say that Anyone can't do can do that. Everyone can skate. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyone that wants to skate should go skate. Well, this is great because you kind of answered my question without me even asking well, it. There you go. My qu- I was going to ask, why are we seeing Episode this hour. surge in skateboarding in the mass media? And like you just said it, like it is a commodity at this point, And it is like your, your comparison of like selling toys to kids is such a good thing because.
1: Look I mean, at Thrasher,
0: man. Not, not I mean, Thrasher's a a home
1: a hometown special, <laughs> but no, yeah. You, how much money Thrasher makes well, just because? I mean, I don't even know if they're making that, that money off the. I don't think they. I mean, I don't. I mean, I gotta ask the, my boy uh, Tony Vitello. But uh, I don't know if that the Japanese they're 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 remaking his stuff. Like they're selling it like a hot commodity. I think. It, like what you're wearing right there is that even legit? What this Thrasher? Yeah, Huff, yeah for Th- sure. Yeah. Thrasher Huff collab, but that, oh, was, that yeah. wasn't made in like Japan and sold online for like five dollars.
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, definitely not. <laughs> All
1: right, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I do. Yeah, no. It, they're, they're getting, they're getting now. ripped off big like, time. Like are ripping off this stuff. Yeah, and, like, sure. Ninety percent of the people who wear a Thrasher don't even skate. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm not knocking Thrasher. Thrasher's my hometown hero. Like yeah. they, they've been holding strong as long as I've been alive.
0: Well, Phelps had a great quote on a podcast a while ago where. You know, they asked him, like, how do you feel about Justin Bieber and Rihanna and people like that wearing your gear? Free advertising. And, well, (laughs) that's basically what he said. He said, uh, we're older than MTV and we're older than Slayer. Of course we're going to be popular. Oh! And he's not wrong. I mean, yeah, Thrasher goes so far beyond skating at this point. Jake Phillips, I
1: love you as much as I hate you, and I think that's your whole... That's your uh, legacy. Yeah, yeah that's totally. your legacy. Whenever
2: you need a fucking a straight, to the point, candid opinion, he's gonna put it in the best way possible.
0: When it comes to all this skating in the mass media, though, like the one thing you gotta ask yourself, though, is, like, what do they get right, and what do they get wrong? And before we dive into that, the thing I wanna bring up which is so funny because Polly actually texted me about this this morning. Like, I wanna talk about a, a thing that is like really pissing people off on the internet right now in the skate world, and that's. This movie mid nineties that's coming Just out. It's
1: pissing people off.
0: It's pissing a lot of people off. It's pissing Ted off. Uh, right. sort of. You, you know, you know Jonah Hill. Uh, I do know Jonah yeah. Hill is behind it. Well, and do you know
1: who uh, his favorite skater is, right? Chico, and yeah. Chico's in the movie. He's playing a cop. Yeah, it's so oh, awesome. Oh yeah, and Chico, so Aaron awesome. Mesa, yeah. and, and Rick Howard are cops. Cop. Yeah,
0: so perfect. Um, but the thing is, people keep comparing it to kids. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, it's, I mean, something's got to get finally compared to kids because kids is. It's kind of been on its
0: own. Yeah, it is well, sitting and that's, out there, you know, mid nineties. Well, that's why I want to bring order. this up before <laughs> yeah. we before we dive into like right versus wrong on what they're getting right and what they're getting wrong in all these things. I think this is the perfect comparison because like kids got so much right without actually being about skateboarding. Like skating was the backdrop to this story. Yeah, it wasn't even the forefront. Yeah. Right, and again, it. it mid-90s is kind of taking a lot of that format in the sense that they're not necessarily enlisting professional actors to play these parts they're enlisting skaters like you have all the illegal civ kids being in this movie and then at the same time kids was like the entire zoo york crew in the (laughs) mid-90s
1: Rosario Dawson. Yeah, her first movie. Her, that was Rosario was Dawson's preferred.
0: first movie. And, and Chloe, Chloe, yeah. Like, both of them got their start there. Now look at
2: them. I mean, that whole lineup of even before how they were able to pick those kids out before they were even necessarily who they were, Lavar, you know... Yeah, LeVar uh, was in that. All, Dude, that whole... I mean, the whole couch scene where they're all fucking tiny little <laughs> teenagers where they're smoking a blunt...
0: Yeah, all the homies are yeah. but Javier Nunes yeah. it's, it's just interesting to look at that because like like I said like skating was the backdrop in kids while in mid 90s it is very much the forefront of the story like they're purposely making skating like oh this is what happens when this young kid discovers skating and he sees this world for the first time and he really finds himself and they're actually doing another movie like that right now about women there's i forget what it's called women in skateboarding it's this it's the same idea it's like a girl who moves to new york city and she's never skated before but she finds skateboarding and she discovers it and then kind of finds herself well, through real. that so that's the other thing like i wanted to bring up with the surge of skateboarding in the media we're all of a sudden starting to see all these movies coming out that they no longer necessarily portray skating as a rebellious thing in a bad light. It's like, oh, this is a thing where you can really find yourself it's a and your of age personality. Yeah. Yeah. It's your typical
1: coming-of-age story. It just has a little more you know, edge to it, if you want to call it that.
0: I mean, I, I guess that is exactly <laughs> what you good. would call it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the whole thing, though with something like kids, though, is that they got so much right without even trying because that was just their lives. Um, I read a great interview with Jeff Pang where they asked him, you know, how much in that movie was actually like your life? And he goes, man, he goes, (laughs) the cameras could have not been rolling and Mm -hmm. that's how we were. He's like, everything except for the Hunting of virgins was pretty (laughs) accurate to our everyday lives. Oh God! And I think he ends the quote by saying, "What a fucked up reality show we would have had." Yeah, (laughs) I'd, I'd pay to see that. Oh, I would love to have watched all that, but um, it wouldn't have been
2: what it was, and it wouldn't be such a cult classic if it didn't have that edge that gritty edge those kids didn't necessarily know how to act they were they weren't really acting for that matter they were kind of just directed, like Jeff Payne said right they they were living their daily lives and the cameras happened to be there
0: yeah hmm so RP Harold Hunter Justin Pierce yeah LA. so and that's what I want to get into now so like what are they getting right whether they're trying or not and what are they getting wrong and I think like the big thing that you just said was how they weren't even really trying, the cameras were just rolling. That is such a huge deal. And it comes down to like authenticity. And I think that's why so many skaters harbor this resentment to skating's portrayal in the mass media. It's not necessarily very honest all the time because they don't have someone like you on every set like to be there and say oh this is how you hold the board yeah you don't wear jogging shoes when you're skating well back to the reason why
1: i'm here is that i want people to get out there and get into the commercials instead of i mean you can go ahead and knock it all you want because they are doing it wrong but that's because you're not there to fix it and not in the commercial i mean you know when they when they quote unquote hire a skateboarder it's someone who can Ride a skateboard, not right, actually skateboard. Right. Yep. You know, and it says it in the profile. Like, if you live in San Francisco Bay Area, sign up at sfcasting.com, make a profile, say that you skateboard, and get on some shoots. I'm dead serious. Like all these kids out here, like I'm I grew- on it. Really though, anybody, like I, I, everybody. <laughs> I'm telling you, just make yourself a little profile. Might cost a little something, something, but you get in a commercial. Oh my God, like that's a the really, less work
2: I gotta do. That's a good
1: point, like instead of necessarily
2: which could help also of having like a consultant type but just fucking like hiring the right yeah, person
1: just being available yeah. just like just being available to help them like make us look good right
2: you and, didn't you didn't have to coach John and Caesar yeah. <laughs> how to be a fucking skateboarder
1: i was just trying to get them in the biz man right. try to get them uh shown you know then they can do their skateboard thing like it's just all about getting the opportunity and make yourself available where that's the whole we getting mad at this whole thing and trying to stay away from it, that doesn't help us. And that's why this cats like Jonah Hill and my you know and myself not comparing myself to him, but the fact that we're making an attempt, cuz he Johnny has a big fan of skateboarding which has come out like a lot recently. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: another thing I wanted he, to bring Maybe up maybe in he's this. trying to ride
2: the wave. I'm I, not sure. I don't know the guy personally. I think <laughs> before stealing See how people
1: get personal about it.
2: <laughs> before. I'm not trying to harp on uh, Ted, but I think that if correct me if I'm wrong is kind of a bit of your like beef with it a little bit is jonah hill It's has no. coming out then and, and all of a sudden he's like i'm full fucking skater guy yeah. well, no
0: i that's actually that's i actually cool. fuck I mean- with jonah hill being this like coming out and saying like this was a big part of my life because for me with skateboarding like we
2: need to see them clips
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: we need to see them clips jonah
0: yeah or or you're gonna get wecked <laughs> oh it's on the way I can't... Oh, man, I can't I don't worry. know. He's
1: got that Leo DiCaprio money, man. I don't know. He does. Yeah. Fucking with Brad Pitt. But I... <laughs> people give him the pass.
0: I like the fact that Jonah Hill is, like, being out there and being like, yeah, I grew up skating. Like, whether he was good or not is completely irrelevant. Sure. He still has, like... It's still in your heart, man. But yeah, but he yeah. still has valid opinions. It's not like he's like, oh, I only like this one skateboard-related thing that everybody knows about. Yeah. He actually... If you listen to his top five video parts that he did for Tap, he actually picked shit that was kind of like, oh, wow. He knew his shit. Yeah. He wasn't just some fucking noob. He liked... I remember he dropped the Muska Uno part as one of his favorite (laughs) parts, and... Deep cut. Yeah, for real. Had he said Muska fulfilled a dream, I'd probably be like, Yeah, that sounds about right, but Muska Uno is like super fucking you know, it's the (laughs) B side, man. It's the fucking B side. But I actually fuck with the fact that he's out there doing his thing because for me personally, I didn't realize I wanted to do anything with skating till long after college and film school and everything like that. It was just one of those things where something kinda clicked one day that Skating was this huge part of my life that I'd kind of just shoved aside for so long. And while I do, you know, I still at this point in my life have these big dreams of working for a big company like that one day, which may or may not happen. I've kind of, as an adult, come to accept that there's a good chance it won't. But you do that shit for the love, and then you find opportunities like you have, Polly, and you insert your knowledge and talents in a different way which is like that's like something that's so awesome about what you've done with being on sets like 13 Reasons Why and some of these commercial shoots. My purpose in life right now yeah <laughs> more or less just trying to get these, get these kids motivated and
1: you know like that kid Nico man he's in music videos and uh, TV shows and like he's He's doing it right. He's skateboarding for a living.
2: Yeah, there's so many different ways you can capitalize on being a skater or trying to make money as a skateboarder nowadays. Yeah. It's not just...
1: You can't flip product. You can't work the graveyard shift and become a professional skateboarder. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, you can. You can try. But you got to have a big bag of tricks. Yep. You know? But otherwise, you need to you need to get out there and hustle. Use your talent. Use your talent. Make it a... Come, like, sell it. You know? Make...
0: Make a $5 kickflip, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, even those dudes at fucking Fancy Lad found a way to get their shit on Cartoon Network. Like, totally different avenue for how they were advertising to people, but they found a way to, like, make a seven-minute short little thing for Adult Swim, and they got the offer, and they took it. There aren't many skaters ever who decided to go that route other Mm. than maybe fucking those odd future kids who had... I that like show? Jews, I like Jews, I like Jews. What's that? Is that one of the loiter squad things? <laughs> Is that a loiter squad thing? Golf. Yep. No, yeah. I never actually watched <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that show didn't last
2: very long. <laughs> but there was like, dude, they I mean, did shit on that it, show like. It they played, what it was, man. No, it was it, it, it was they good. It. It they was played
0: dope. games of skate on that show and did stuff like that, you know, and they brought They put on the homie Nico, man.
1: i <laughs> Nico said he was a Grom.
0: He's, he's on. <laughs> yeah he, he's
1: going he took advantage of it and that's yeah. what I want everyone else, like, you know, don't envy that, get a part
0: of it. Jump in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So like one of the things I wanted to come back to in general is how can we improve all of this And your biggest thing that you said was getting involved. like yeah. just getting involved is enough to improve how the mass media portrays skateboarding as a whole. Yeah, to get involved. I mean, you just gotta, yeah, get involved.
1: Get your foot on set and see how it's really done and see if you like it or not, you know? If there's a
2: bigger pool, I mean, it makes sense. If there's a bigger pool of just authentic skaters to pull from, yeah, then huge. the fucking, the dolphin flip no make dudes <laughs> are going to start to be phased out yeah. hopefully that's the idea i think that
1: you're getting at totally and you know it's not it's not just the hollywood skateboarders that are getting shine you know they're i don't know what was that street dreams that, street I G, mean, G, yeah. that was made by skateboarders for skateboarders and i i the horrible the, the, well, the idea was there it was yeah it was all there but it was super dry i don't know there's again not hollywood skateboard i'm talking about my san francisco skateboarders out here I know we're all hard and tough skinned in California living out here. Not so sunny California. But uh, you know, get get your raunch ass get your raunchy ass out there. Get in the commercials. Show some face. <laughs> Represent.
2: <laughs> that is what yeah, that's totally what we need. It makes it makes perfect sense to let's just weed and push out all the... The phony is. Yeah. Yeah. We can do... I guess, yeah, we could do it ourselves. We just need to apply ourselves.
0: Yeah. Well, I think now, too, though, because skateboarding is at arguably one of its most popular oh, yep. Ride peaks that wave. in, oh, yeah. in all of Red's culture. Rent's expensive out here. Oh, God. <laughs> but I think now that, that opens up opportunities because you do, like... There's been times where I've been at a skate spot or at the park or whatever, and I'll meet skaters who they all work, like, regular ass nine to five jobs they're like oh I work in an office this dude works at fucking Twitter this Mm -hmm. dude manages a store like they all have regular jobs but skateboarding is still something they hold on to because we have skaters being in all these different facets of life like you're right they should go out there and take advantage and find ways to make skateboarding more applicable to the average human being But also shine a light on it that is honest as opposed to fucking, like, something that we would all clown on when we see it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's regardless. We're going to clown. That's skateboarding. Yeah. Hate's love, love is hate, you know?
1: (laughs) Fine line. Do you think that there
2: is, because kind of going back to, like, more of just the the advertising stuff, do you think that there's more of, Whoever's leading that ship, they have more of a priority of their product and the corporation behind oh, it's them. Totally, the
1: product and their bosses and keeping everyone happy at a lower budget and you know, it, saving money. Okay, right, and it leads to. But if they want to be cool, like hang out with Jonah Hill, you know they're gonna. That's that's why what Jonah Hill is actually kind of cool. Going back to that, is that it's you know it's taking it to the next level and like people are gonna start respecting it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So. The next time I do work with someone at some downtown corporate commercial or something, he'll probably see the movie and, like, actually want to mess with a real skateboarder. Yeah. He'll actually go out of his way to look for a real yeah. skateboarder instead of just Googling skateboard actor and getting some clown that owns a skateboard. Mm-hmm. You know, that hasn't ridden it in a few years, you know? Are we going to see... I guess mid-90s
2: is probably going to be the closest to it of... Right now, skaters anyways. gators like, actually having like a good amount of screen time and like actually trying to act because I saw they have like Nakel is in it, that kid Olin, I think. Yep. And they're like Yeah, who's the cast in that? They're they're really it's all the IC kids yeah. for the most part. Yeah, it's all uh... And they they're it's a little different than kids seemingly because kids was kinda like, you know, it was gritty and they were just kind of following them around you know, with a camera and this mid 90s thing, clearly with Jonah Hill, and just he's at a way later point in his career than Harmony was when oh, yeah. Kids was made. He's, he's, it has a cleaner look. Um, and that's just off of whatever I've seen that could be completely wrong, but he has skaters actually seemingly, like, trying to act. I don't say trying to undermine their acting greatness, but they're skaters before actors.
0: Absolutely. The question I have, though, is... If we start seeing so much of this skating portrayed in the mass media, and we were talking about earlier, your allure to Bart Simpson was that he was kind of... Like, skating made him a little bratty asshole. (laughs) Does this all of a sudden make skating's image too safe for what its roots were. Is that a good or a bad thing? Define roots. Well, I mean, skating's roots, you know, you talk, you read interviews with all these old skaters from like the 80s, early 90s. Their whole thing was they were not accepted by most people around them. They were coming from a rough around the edges type of background, mm-hmm. most likely. They had some sort of chip on their shoulder in some way, shape, or form, and skateboarding was their escape, and it was also a little dangerous. So, in order to hang, you really had to be able to put up with some shit. Yeah. You know, now with it being in all these movies and commercials and stuff, does that shift the image so much in a good or a bad way? Yeah, that's, that's uh, interesting. I think it's
2: caught in between. I honestly, I think that there's so many, there's almost like, it's almost like rap music or rock or something. There's sub-genres of quote-unquote types of skaters oh, now. Yeah. So... I think skateboarding has expanded so much. I mean, you're the expert on it, as far as like the media and the film stuff. But it's expanded so much that I don't even. I think that's like lost, Ted. That's like it will and can go any way. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then you
1: can go ahead and watch. Uh, what was it Lords of Dogtown? I mean, that's Stacy's project. I mean, he's taking that full Hollywood and you know went for a documentary to that, and he's he's
0: holding the ground on where skateboarding came mm-hmm. from, kind of thing. And I think that's important to remember. You know, skateboarding's roots are in the fucking gutter. A good example, we talked about it in season one of kind
2: of what I was just saying, of like skaters being able to almost, maybe not morph, but it's kind of a mind fuck with the whole GX crew and GQ because they're one of the most hardcore gritty crews but they're in GQ pushing their brand and in like ridiculous designer outfits. It's like, Wait, what are you talking about? GQ.
0: They did a yeah. whole GQ piece.
2: GX. The whole GX crew had a <laughs> had a whole spread. In um, hills. Oh yeah. Yeah, but the in whole like, crew.
0: And it, like in every picture of them too. Again, probably all shot by a photographer who. Did not know what the fuck skateboarding culture was all about.
2: Yeah, but that's something GQ does.
0: Sidebar. Sure they we always was a photographer. It wasn't a name that I recognized when I looked at. But every picture had. Wow. A... Wait. They actually went out of their way. Wait.
1: The... Do you know if GQ hit up them or they hit up GQ or? I'm guessing Vice GQ versus... hit up them. I yeah. mean, for them to even say yes to that, that's impressive, and I'm Exza- stoked for that. Exactly. Yeah. No, so that's fuck it. right. That's <laughs>
2: that's such a good example, right? Like skateboarding. Ta-
0: we're
1: trendsetters. Skateboarding has been trendsetting since day one you know uh wallet chains and flooded mm-hmm, pants mm-hmm. and the whole nine i mean we're i mean they're still carrying the fanny pack is coming back because of, of these guys you they know, know? <laughs> the camera pouch around the yep. neck kind of yep. thing
0: well what i thought was interesting in that gq Rolled piece the beanies and every the- <laughs> every picture had a caption that said who designed the clothes what they were the brand brand and how much they cost
1: yeah there you go so, like I said uh, walking billboards
0: yep that's <laughs> that
2: answers I think that almost answers your question to go back a little bit Ted of like is where's the portrayal gonna go is it gonna hurt it is it gonna help it that whole GQ GX thing is just such a perfect fucking example just the fact that they did it was of it, it's like amazing. a mind fuck
0: Of they skateboarding can do whatever it wants basically pretty much you know? It will always adapt to the times. That's, I mean, look how well it's adapted to social media that's in the if, past few years and everything. And that's if skateboarding wants to adapt. That's where there's that
1: big dry spell in like, you know, the mid-2000s because, you know, older guys were just getting in. There was just a handful of, uh, you know, millionaire skateboarders, you know, where now it's a, it's a hot commodity and everyone's trying to get back on the bandwagon and... And it's a smart move, you know, and if people you can capitalize are cashing on it. the fuck out.
0: Yeah, and the fact, too, that there is an endless supply of young talent. Because for a while, skating got kind of stale because you were watching all your favorite pros that you had also grown kids. up with getting old. And yeah. now, this new crop, you know, they come in and out every fucking day. Yeah, and they're also
1: raised in skate parks, you know, where my generation was kind of skipped on our generation, all of us, because, you know, we thought the whole street art thing was a. Uh, you know the way it was and how it should be, and skate skate parks are bullshit. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. But we're just hating. And we then, yeah. But you know that's how we thought it was, and then next we you were know in a that bubble. they yeah we were, and then they get they knob everything, and then all you could do is skate the skate park, and then. We're late to that boat. All these kids are crushing it. Dude, I know. <laughs> and they're all and no one even no one even
2: talks about that or nope. says anything about that like That's what I mean by that this kid hangs there. out in a skate park all the time and no we're just all on Instagram like holy shit they're mm. ripping. Yep.
0: Yeah, this fool's dark sliding the triple kinked rail at his fucking local skate park. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, on some hater shit, Chaz Ortiz couldn't 5050 a
1: concrete ledge till he went on Zo York. Oh, that's a whole other episode. (laughs) X Games, man, that coping. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: right. Never grinded a fucking cement ledge in his goddamn life. He's a millionaire before he concrete... (laughs) Before he could 50-50 a concrete ledge. That is a trip. And I'm sure that's,
1: like, true, too. I mean, your boy Ben Margera, I know you're a big fan. Oh, I heard him and Andy Roy just did a... uh...
0: They did an MTV thing
1: together. What was that, uh, the, the... Joe Rogan used to be the host of it. Um, fear Factor. Fear, fear, fear factor. factor. They did celebrity I heard fear factor. They were eating bugs and shit, and like eyeballs, and handing them off to each other in their mouths and shit. I just heard. Bam I and Andy Roy. <laughs> Andy Roy. Dude, if any, if you want to look up to anybody right now, it's Andy Roy.
0: I, I was here, actually yeah. just about I'm to gonna, bring that up. Oh, yeah. want?
1: I I mean, you know, I only I've only I mean, I grew up here, so like I just know the guy, just from around the block. And Andy has come into his own. You know, really, he's he's he capitalizing. Found his he's, way. He's found his way, and he's you know he's doing the the whole vice thing, and he's riding the wave, man. He's having fun with it, and he's realizing that, you know, that he this is what he's got, and he's living the lifestyle, and he's going to get paid to do it. King of the Road is is
2: great because, and again, that kind of answers what you were saying, Ted, of. How's the portrayal going to change? Is it going to be for good or bad? Now, actual skaters and actual skating yeah. is on TV. So k- people like Thrasher and King of the Road and, you know, uh, Epically Later. Yeah. We, we kind of come back to so many of our previous episodes with these topics, but I have, we have people that don't skate constantly, like friends of mine, that have no idea uh anything but they the but they're super interested yeah, they're super into it. and they're they know like evan smith's name and like <laughs> the tricks they were doing and this and that
1: and that's totally shaping and like you said about adapting to the newer culture it's still the same thing though where like it's just a new age jackass kind of thing but instead of totally calling themselves stuntmen's and being you know jackasses quote unquote they're you know they they're doing these contests they're they're going out of their way to do stupid shit but it's all in fun with the game and mm-hmm. you know I I actually you know King of the Road is as, as crazy as it is I it's 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 fun it's, it is fun oh, <laughs> it I don't, don't want to I... say it's the best representation of skateboarding no. but it is it is a representation, but I enjoy it's, watching. It's it. fun.
2: Agreed.
0: Like it is enjoyable every week to see. That's like, why we need to get other people Louis out Barletta there. on cable. Oh God! You me. know yeah. it's fucking awesome.
2: You know we're we're no better than anyone else, Ted. Look at our <laughs> podcast.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we, we
2: popped up right in the middle of the wave, yep. and we're trying to fucking hold you gotta on find to find a niche.
0: Level. Yeah, and tread water. I mean, I guess what it comes down to is people, like you said earlier, you know. Everyone's just got to kind of get involved and do their part if they want skateboarding to be portrayed the way skaters actually love and see it then you have to step up and do your part. You can't especially just sit there on the it, sidelines. You know, especially
1: if you want to be a big part of your life. You know, if you if you just want to be a hobby, that's cool. Go skate, you know, but if you if you really have that pit in your heart where you it's hurting you gotta, you gotta get it. You gotta get, you gotta show yours. You gotta get involved. Yeah, and,
0: absolutely. You, you can't. Know,
1: yeah. Thrashers, thrashers out there, but who else is out there? Mm-hmm. You I know can those, only hate oh, you so said much. Sub sub genres though. Mm-hmm. Like I'm only really seen one genre out there. There are many other representations of skateboard that should be out there. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Rob Dyrdek already got his, and now he's on a fucking spoof shows and. And now he's almost left... He's, like, left <laughs> he's skateboarding like, behind. Yeah, he's, he's just he's, making fun of it he's now. Right. He's,
0: uh... He,
2: I have no fucking clue what he's doing, but he, he's, he's still got race.
0: ridiculousness going on, and I watched an episode of that show the other day where he brought fucking David Spade on as his special guest. There you go. Like, that was crazy to me, because, you know, it's one thing when he brings on... R.I.P. Like, um, Big Black. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's one thing when he brings, like, a rapper onto his show that he, like loves or probably skated one of his songs at some point but david spade is like that's the jonah hill level once again like Mm -hmm. you know david spade made fucking tommy boy and joe dirt and some of the best comedy movies ever oh god they played a scene from grown-ups on that show and i I died a little bit inside because cross promotion yeah again it's
1: just cross promotion MTV owed them a little bad yeah. spot. When you get on that level,
2: everyone's scratching each other's backs. I, I bet you,
0: David Spade had to be on his show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a contractual yeah. obligation. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it comes down to, though, just like get involved and do your part, and you can't hate all the time. Like, I get oh, why you, oh, people do. Oh, you can't. Do, you can't. Well, I get why people do <laughs> choose to just like hate on shit and talk shit about, oh, like, I can't believe this is on MTV and. You know, there's Instagram accounts like why I don't skateboard. And then you have <laughs> you have someone like fucking Wecking Ball calling everyone out when something happens that goes against the culture as a whole. But at least he's, like... I mean, he's great because he's just able to make fun of it well, not he, and not take it so seriously. But at the same time, he's doing his part by like, yeah, he's the hater, but he's out there putting himself in the forefront and making his opinions known, which is important. Going back to my locals, getting some. Chico
1: did a Phil's commercial that I saw it was pretty dope. Kyle Camarillo did that, and dude, that was all around. Good job. And then uh, the kids, uh, Desmond, or the, the Young Bucks, not so young anymore. The Sidewalk yeah. Juice. Dude, the Sidewalk Juice? Yeah. a uh, little spot, that was yep. cool. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure the the reason behind that. If they made it for them, or if Sidewalk choose to asked them to do it, but the fact that they're getting involved and in trying just building your own reel, like that's the kind of stuff you know, just getting a little bit out there, showing some lifestyle. You know, that's a good way to do it. Represent.
0: You know. And that's how it's gonna change how skateboarding is consistently portrayed in the mass media. Once you have all these people who are in the know and do kind of have a say involved, you're gonna see that shift. And it's going to be more honest rather than dolphin flips on the side of the fucking subway. Hey, that's what we're all hoping.
2: <laughs> Even though there's all these sub-genres and whatnot, skateboarding has, has you know evolved and we're all kind of in it together. And skaters are usually a pretty good judge of authenticity. And we're all basically band together against electric skateboarding.
1: <laughs>
2: Get out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Cut.